Welcome to episode 3 of the FM Home Loans Israel Basketball League podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out. We have a great episode lined up for you. We will recap week 7 in the FM Home Loans League. We will then have a conversation with Sharsheret Shalvim head coach Jordan Landis was kind enough to give us a few minutes of his time. And following that, we will do a preview of the six games coming up in week number eight. Before we get to the week seven recap, a few reminders about where you can find us. First, on our Facebook page, um, that is AFI Israel Basketball League, where you can watch our live stream. You can watch a replay of it from our game of the week. You can also find links to our weekly articles as well as this podcast. And you can also visit our website, afibasketball.com. There you can also find the recap articles. We can also get more information such as past scores, results, standings, and schedules, plus more. And finally, if you want to reach out to us, please send an email to afibasketballmedia at gmail.com. That's the letters afibasketballmedia at gmail.com. Without further ado, let's get to the Week 7 Recap. Let's start our Week 7 Recap with our FM Home Loans Game of the Week, which was streamed live on our Facebook page. We had TC defeating Shraga by a score of 54-45. to this game was played at Heichal HaSport in Malcha, which is the former home of Hapoel Yerushalayim, who moved to a different spot in Malcha, uh, to the brand new and gorgeous uh, Arena Yerushalayim. But this gym was a premier venue for a premier matchup. It was two of the four first place teams entering the week. And each team, though, came in a bit shorthanded. Uh, for TC, they were without... There are two primary big men, Shmuley Sauer and Ari Miller, and they were also without defensive specialist Zevi Grala, while Shraga was without its second and third leading scorers, Dovi Marcus and Josh Dukas. Um, with that being said, there were still some excellent players playing in this one, and TC got off to a slow start. They turned the ball over on each of their first two possessions, and Shraga guard Max Leibowitz had a sign- one of his signature pull-up jumpers. He had a three. So Shraga took an early lead, and t- things were not looking good for TC. But as the game wore on, um, TC got more and more comfortable on each end. Um, on their offensive end, Shraga had gone to a 2-3 zone. They, they played that pretty much the whole game. And TC did an excellent job of breaking it down. Uh, Ty Gersberg at the point. Is just an excellent faci- facilitator of the offense. He always knows when to push, um, when to drive, where the ball should go. And he often, an often sight uh, on Friday was Ty finding one of the, the bookbinder twins, either Yehuda or Benjamin. Both of them would go through the high post. They would they would take the pass and either kick out to open threes, such as Chesky Lewin or Morty Weissman, or find a cutter underneath for an easy layup they also uh, were able to gather many of their misses 
and get some second chance points. So Schrager really struggled on the defensive end. And on the other end, it was really all Max Leibowitz. And even he had to work really hard to get his points as Ty Gersberg did an excellent job at slowing him down on that end. So with the win, TC rebounds from their first loss of the week last week against SY Savages. And they improved to 5-1. and one. Schraga drops to 4-2. and two. In the other first place matchup, we had SY Savages taking down Gold Seals by a score of 45-32. to 32. So the, the Savages, whose 2-3's def- defense really um, confused TC last week. TC was able to adjust to Shraga's 2-3 zone, but... But the Savages' defense just is a whole nother level. They started off the game up 10-0 on Gold Seals, and Gold Seals made a run and tried to come back, but it just wasn't enough, and they only managed 32 points in this 13-point loss. The Savages now improved to 5-1. They are tied with TC, who they defeated last week for first place, and the Gold Seals, with the loss, dropped to 4-2. and two. Interestingly enough, the Gold Seals' two losses on the season are two the two first place teams. They lost, of course, this one to SY Savages, and they also lost earlier in the season to TC. Next, let's talk about the Lobo 63-48 win over Power Mishnah. The Lobos used a very balanced attack. All five of their players scored between 8 and 16 points. Ben Hamer led the way with 16, and Alicia Rudman and Sholy Katz each had 15 apiece. Uh, the Lobos were able to dominate the rebounds on both ends, despite the impressive length that Power Mishnah brings. With the win, the Lobos improved to 4-2. and two. The Lobos' two losses were to two of the top teams, uh, Shraga and Cross River Musez, while Power Mishnah with the loss drops to 1-4, and four, but don't let the record fool you. Their 1-4 records, um, all their losses were, were to the top tier teams. So Power Mishra, they, they may struggle to make tier one um, of the postseason, but they would probably be a big favorite in tier two. Next, let's go to Rap City, who beat the Invaders 63-48. The Invaders won their first game of the season last week, and they couldn't build a streak uh, they dropped one and five. Rap City had lost three in a row, um, but they now improved to 500. They are three and three on the season. Roy Tal for Rap City led all scores. He had five three pointers. While Nahum Paltiel uh, was dominant inside, he had 15 points to go with 15 rebounds. So nice double double there for Paltiel. And finally, let's get to. Team Piazessinos, who played two games on the weekend. The first one was a loss to Bad Boys, 61-48. to um, That moved Bad Boys to 3-2. and two. Zach Lenick made his season debut for Bad Boys. He is a really impressive point guard who has lots of experience in the league. Bad Boys actually were leading this one by a score of 48-29, and Piazessinos went on a 16-3 run to make it 51-45, but... They eventually ran out of gas. It was too little, too late. And Bad Boys hung on for a 13-point win. They made clutch free throws down the stretch. And the, the poise and, and under control was Zach Lenick. 
um, Bad Boys' first four results of the season were within seven. Ironically enough, this one, which actually felt close late, um, was a 13-point game. So the Bad Boys moved to three and two, and this one, Pizzesna's dropped to one and two, but they were able to avenge this loss and move back to 500 as they had a second game on the weekend, and they defeated Lockage Group by a score of 55-40. They took their frustration from the Bad Boys' loss on Lockage Group, and the Lockage Group in the loss drops to 1-5. and five. Ironically enough, Lockage Group's only win was against Bad Boys, so kind of a triangle of defeat. Bad Boys defeat Team Piazestas, who defeat Lockage Group, who already defeated Bad Boys. Um, in this one, Team Piazestas used really good defense. They're, they're a very energetic, athletic bunch, and they used that defense and, and turned it into offense in transition. So they are at 2-2, two and, two, and they're going to make a push to, to make the Tier 1 postseason. And finally, let's get to Cross River Mooseheads, who moved to 4-1, and one, and they defeated Charcheret Shalvim 61-54. to uh, Mooseheads actually had to play shorthanded the final 10 minutes as one of their players fouled out and they did not have anyone available. Um, but they were able to hold off Charcheret Shalvim. It's Shalvim's second straight loss to a top team. They lost last week, of course, to Shraga. The Mooseheads only lost on the season remains t- to TC, which they lost in overtime by two points. So they are really surging and looking like one of the top teams in the league. Um, Charcheret Shalvim drops to 4-3 and three with the loss. And coming up right after this, we will talk to Shalvim coach Jordan Landis. Okay, we are now welcomed by Sharsharat Shalvim head coach, Jordan Landis. Jordan, thank you so much for joining us. So, Jordan, uh, if you don't mind, please, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where, where are you from? Where did you go to school? How long have you been in Israel? So, we're from Seattle, Washington. I moved to Woodsville, Florida six years ago. That's where I spent uh, the latter half of middle school and high school. I graduated from uh, Katsushiba High School, formerly known as Weinbaum. And I am currently studying at uh, Yeshiva Shalva here in Israel. Oh, very nice. And, and this is your first year there, yeah? This is my Shana Alistair. Very nice. And how's it going there? Amazing. It's really, Shalva is really an amazing place. Um, a great Yeshiva with Great guys, great Levam, and it's a challenging place. Uh, very intense learning, but really surrounded by a lot of warmth, which makes it uh, very fun to go to every single day. That's really great. I'm happy to hear that. So, what what experience do you have with coaching? I guess my first time really as a head coach. Um, at high school, I was a play-by-play broadcaster for uh, the KLHS storm basketball team so i wow. definitely had my share of experience with basketball i played uh in middle school and then transferred to the to the broadcast table but i've been watching basketball my whole life i'm a big sports fan and i got this opportunity to coach with uh some of the guys here and uh jumped at it that's awesome so how's that coaching experience been for you it's been great it's really been uh you know very very uh teaching experience um each game you know i learned the things um, I pick up different things, and uh, it's really just been a really fun experience, you know, to be with the guys and to just uh, do something very positive um, outside of this metric. 
That's really awesome. I'm curious if you have any plans to get into either like coaching or broadcasting in the future. So I, I definitely uh, uh, broadcast journalism. Uh, it's something that I'm very interested in. Um, and, you know, I think my love of sports is always going to continue. So I think uh, all options are on the table going forward. That's awesome. Do you, do you have plans for college after Yeshiva? Um, right now I'm enrolled in Brandeis University, and uh, that is my plan for next year. That's awesome. I can just tell you, I did a little bit of broadcasting also in, in college, and I'm doing a little bit now, too, and it's a lot of fun, so it sounds like we have a lot in common. Uh, it's really great. Okay, awesome. So so let's get to your team. Sharshala Shalavim. It's, it's actually really hard for a broadcaster. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. So what what is Sharsheret? Sharsheret is an amazing organization, um, a Jewish organization that basically provides services for families that are dealing with uh, breast cancer, provides services to women and to the families, and basically tries to make a situation that's not easy and that's very difficult um, into a more pleasant one, and basically offers many services um, to, to basically just make their lives easier. That's amazing. So... So which of you guys from the team, you know, got them to, to sponsor? Um, has the connection uh, to, the, to the organization, and uh, he, he has a very special connection to it. Um, I know his mother works very hard with the organization, um, and, you know, he basically shared it with us, and we kind of jumped at the chance to uh, represent them. Where, uh, every time we, you know, we play a game and we get the house show shared on the back of our jerseys, it's, uh, it's a very proud moment for us. That's really awesome. That's that's good that you can use basketball to promote that, and I, that, that explains uh, the pink jerseys also. We're uh, very excited with that. We definitely think uh, we represent well fashionably also. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's it's easy to tell you guys apart from the other teams. I think out of the 18 teams, there's something like seven of them are, are black or, or dark, so it's, it's nice to, to have that contrast. <laughs> that's awesome. So how has the IBL experience been for you and, and for your team? Very, very competitively. Um, you know, there's, there's lots, of, lots of really, really good teams. Um, and you have to show up every Saturday night. It's, uh, it's definitely a challenge. And, uh, but really, it's just been a great experience playing with, you know, other guys around Israel and who have you know, similar interests and similar uh, passion for the game of basketball. And uh, we've, had, we've had a great time playing so far this season. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a pretty interesting year for you guys. You're you said a four and three. You're coming off two tough losses. Um, how do you describe the strengths of your team? I know uh, I I'll, I'll let you describe it after. Then I'll give my thoughts. Uh, we've had some really good games so far so far this season, and we've had some tough losses. Um, I think you know the strength of the team really is that we have guys that are very smart basketball players. Um, we make smart start playing both on offense and defense under the floor. And I think that, you know, what happens, you know, to our team when we lose, you know, back to that games is we don't fret about it. We don't really worry about it. We kind of just move on to the next game and we figure out what we have to do better. And I think that's really the strength of our team is that we're very smart basketball players and we adjust to what needs to be done better on the court. Yeah. I really like the style of play you guys get and not to suck up to the coach, but, um, you guys have some some really versatile players. I, I really like the big men. You mentioned Stevie Paul and and Moshe Bennett. Um, you guys you guys can do a lot of things, but um, it, it, it's been tough. I, I think you guys uh, are definitely one to watch. But uh, in order for you guys to to make a deep run, um, what do you think has to improve? 
Oh, it always starts with defense. I think that we've uh, we've definitely come along the past couple of games, but I think there's some very easy fixes we need to make on the defensive floor. Just being a little more aggressive and getting our spots a little bit faster. Um, you know, we have some really, really athletic and some fast guys, and we're still in some ways, you know, even after seven games, kind of gelling together. Um, not not all these guys have played together for a while, so we're, we're still figuring things out on the defensive floor. And I think honestly, we just need to get a little more confidence when we play. I think we're rushing a little bit and uh, we're trying to make too many decisions at once. And I think that once we get a little more settled and we play, you know, our type of basketball, I think that's when things really start to open up the game for us. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think that's a pretty good assessment. Um, Jordan, um, I'm going to let you go. I just wanted to thank you. I really appreciate you taking a few minutes. Uh, I want to wish you the best of luck in, in the rest of your year and, and your future at Shalvim and, and wherever you go at Brandeis. Um, I could tell just from this interview that you definitely have a bright future. Um, you seem like a natural in, in this uh, broadcast or journalism thing. So uh, good luck with all that, and thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Take care. Thank you. Once again, thanks to Sharshar Shalvim coach Jordan Landis for joining us. That was a really interesting interview. We really appreciate him uh, taking time telling us how he got into things and um, what his impressions of the league are. Let's get to our Week 8 preview. We have a shorter circuit. Um, There are just six games on the week, so six teams are on buys, teams needing to to take those buys um, to fill out the slate. There are no games this Thursday, so let's start with Friday. We have a pair of games. First, we have two and four falafel ballers taking on one and four power Mishnah. The, the falafel ballers have been up and down. They lost their first game to Ashrenu by five, and the second game they lost to TC by just five as well. TC again in first place, and they defeated Alia Glory easily. Then they lost by 19 to Lobos. Uh, the following week, they had an epic comeback where they closed the game on a 23-1 run against Bad Boys. So so really, every week has been an adventure for them. And then the week after that, they gave the Invaders their first win of the season. Uh, they had last week off. So let's see how they bounce back after their buy. Again, Power Mission, as we talked earlier. Uh, their losses have all come to the top teams. Falafel Ballers may be a slight step below them, so so big opportunity here for Power Mishnah. Um, following that game, we have Bad Boys against Shraga. Shraga is looking to bounce back from the tough loss against TC last week. And Bad Boys, again, coming off of that nice win over Team Piazetsna, is looking to build something with point guard Zach Lennick. That should be a really good matchup, actually, a battle of the... The two point guards, Zach Lennick for Bad Boys and Max Leibwitz for Shraga. The Bad Boys come in at 3-2, and two, Shraga at 4-2. and two. The Bad Boys actually have another game of on the weekend. We'll get to that in a bit. On Mote Shabbos, Saturday night, we have a quadruple header. We start with Lockage Group against Invaders. Each team comes in at 1-5, tied for last in the standings with Alia Glory. Um, but this is actually a really big game because we'll, we'll actually get next week to, to playoff preview and how qualifying for that works. But um, whoever wins this match between Lockett Troop and Invaders will have two wins and in position to potentially make Tier 1. So this is a really big game. 
um, between Lockage Group and Invaders. Next, we have A. Rafi and Tommies that come in at 3 and 2. They'll take on Team Piazesnos at 2 and 2. Team Piazesnos played two games last week. They lost the first and they won the second. And they are at 2 and 2. They'll play two games again this weekend. I'm sorry, that's a mistake. Team Piazesnos will not play two games. This weekend, there are two other teams that will. Um, but Pizzetson said 2-2. Two and two. Both these teams are very athletic. a Ralph and Tommies can really shoot the ball, led by Adam Modovich. They have other really good players who can also shoot. Um, we'll see how uh, the rest versus rust argument plays out here. Team Pizzetson has played two games last weekend. a Ralph and Tommies didn't play any. They were on a bye. So um, we'll, we'll see how they react to that. This, this should be a really fun one. I'm looking forward to this. Following this one, we have another excellent matchup. It's Gold Seals coming at four and two. They take on the Cross River Mooseheads at four and one. We mentioned earlier, but Gold Seals four and two. Their two losses are to the two first place teams, SY Savages and TC. Uh, the Cross River Mooseheads, their only loss is to TC again by two in overtime. Uh, both these teams are very highly skilled. It'll be interesting to see how Cross River Musez decides to defend Gold Seals guard uh, Ellie Grunberg. Uh, Gold Seals is a, is a high octane offense. They score a lot of points. Cross River Musez plays very deliberately. Their point guard, Shragi Peretz, uh, is excellent at controlling the pace. He knows when to push, but often he'll, he'll, he'll slow down and he'll try to lull you to sleep before they beat you. Um, this is a really good matchup. Interesting to see what happens here. And our final game of the weekend is Bad Boys against Power Mission. As mentioned, each of these teams will also play on Friday against other opponents. So this is their second game of the weekend. It could come down to who gets more rest over Shabbos. But seriously, uh, Power Mission might be really desperate. If they lose on Friday, again, they're playing Falafel Ballers. Uh, they, they will almost need to win this to have any shot at making Tier 1. Um, on the other hand, if they're coming off a win, maybe they can continue to build momentum. Um, Bad Boys has perhaps a tougher matchup on Friday against Shraga. Shraga team coming off a loss. Um, so uh, Bad Boys, you know, will, will might be better tested uh, entering Motse Shabbos. So that's it for the Week 8 preview. Um, just before we go, if you have any comments questions again or suggestions if you want to be a guest on the podcast you have a suggestion for a guest please contact us either via our facebook page or email at afi basketball media at gmail.com once again thanks to sharsheret shalvim coach jordan landis we thank you so much for tuning in we'll be back with you next week